This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 808 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Hello again, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Tara Stegan joins Dressage Radio Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks for some great advice on improving that problematic pirouette. And if I may say so, there is plenty of good riding advice hidden in there that non-dressage riders can put to good use as well. And we'll get right to our riding tip right after this shopping tip from Equestrian Collections. Hi, Glenn here from the Horse Radio Network, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hey, Glenn. Well, it's springtime again, and every springtime I have to crow about the newest Carrots Venti shirts. You know, they're like the Carrots Ventilator. They're calling them the Carrots Venti shirt. It's their summer shirt. They come out with a new design every year, and this year um, the ones they've come out with are so cute. They have um, India red and India blue. That is kind of a swirly color in those colors with all kinds of paisley and stuff. They've got um, horse and around ivory, which is tiny little horses um, on a, a background of ivory and also silver. They, uh, Carrots is so known for coming out every year with the same wonderful shirts. They have the zip up, um, the quarter zip. They've got this thing comes in sleeveless. It comes in short sleeved, and they, we have a few sizes of plus size as well still left. Not too many of those. Those go really fast. But everybody who listens knows how much I love the carrots ventilator shirts. So I wanted to remind everybody before they get gone, it's time to take a look on the site and order some some of your carrots ventilator short sleeve shirts. Order it today. And you can find those at equestriancollections.com. Just search for carrots venti shirt. run into a lot of amateurs that have problems figuring out how to balance a horse going into the pirouettes, meaning when they're moving into the fourth level and to the pre-St. George. And I've come up with a, it's, it's a combination of going back to basics without leaving the level of collection you're working at, meaning the fourth and pre-St. George collection. I like to take a horse that is struggling balancing and turning in a pirouette to back to serpentine. And I'm not talking three-loop serpentines. I'm talking six- to eight-loop serpentines in troop lead and counter-canter lead. And for that, you can then find out where your horse falls, leans, gets off his hind end, falls out, swings his haunches, and the two of you learn how to control your way around an eight-loop serpentine without them throwing a flying change in or falling apart. And then that gives a feel to a rider be able to get down to a pirouette because a horse changes every footfall within the pirouette. And this teaches a mindset for an amateur rider who is learning how to do pirouettes themselves, how to get through it. Well, that's that's interesting. So can you describe a little bit in detail the preparation into the serpentine and how uh, how to ride that serpentine, you know, how big the loops are and, and where to go and, and what the plan is? Absolutely. Everybody knows 
any pre-St. George horse can do a three-loop counter-canner serpentine because we did it at second and third level. Well, moving it into a six-loop serpentine, which is usually the easiest one to start with, they're usually about five to seven-meter turns. So, you know, if, you're, if you could do a five-meter canter circle, you can do a half turn for a serpentine. And the first couple times you do the serpentine, you just do the serpentine. You don't try to set them up. You don't try to half-halt them. You literally try to just maintain normal collected canter throughout the serpentine and see what happens. Does your horse lean into your inside rein on your true lead? Does he fall his shoulder out on the counter turn or when he's on, on his counter lead turning back? You know, it's for you to, the first loop, first time down the serpentine and back is to see where your horse falls apart, where the two of you fall apart. Do you lighten your seat on your counter lead? Do you sit too heavy on the true lead turn? And trying to keep your loops the same is very important because then you yourself can stay balanced, straight between your hip bones, straight between your seat and hand connection to the horse. So then throughout, the two of you can keep the same collected canter you would have going down the long side. Now, when that is easy, then you start making it a little more interesting. As you go across the center of the ring, you then ask the horse to half halt. You say, can you sit a little more? And then without asking him to sit too much like a pirouette, just asking that smaller amount of collecting and sitting a little harder, you take that canter through your first true lead loop. Then, because the odds of the horse either leaning on his hand, on your hands, or falling behind your leg, you have several exits out. You can either go down alongside and send the horse forward, or as you're finishing your loop, heading back across the ring, you have four or five strides forth across the middle of the arena where you can then go forward again. So you're constantly reminding the horse that they, he can still get back up in front of your leg, even though you faced him with something a little more complicated, because the next turn is going to have the same level of complication. Now you have to sit back again and turn on your counter lead. But then you can, again, go down alongside to leave and go forward or across the ring and go forward again. So you're always teaching them that they never have, excuse me, that they always have a way out. So they always want to reestablish going forward in front of your leg, all right, which is one of the biggest problems with pirouettes. A horse doesn't maintain forward through to the contact from your leg. So you're always reinforcing they have a way out and they can go forward and get out of their situation. They can get away from their fear zone, which is the compression. So as that gets easier, then instead of making them truly sit too hard or too much for a pirouette, you add in a, another loop. You add in a seven, seventh loop or an eighth loop, which then will turn your loops into four or, you know, pretty much four-loop serpentines. So the loop itself becomes more complicated, not your aid for the pirouette. So the movement makes the horse work harder, not the rider. So the rider can continue to ask the same pressure, the same aid to reinforce their own repetition of creating the proper aids for the pirouette. Instead of constantly trying to change your aids, you just repeat the same pressure then the horse has to do the movement tighter, but you're not asking any extra 
pressure to make it tighter. The movement doesn't. So again, you keep the pressure off the horse and you keep the pressure off the rider. And you still have all your exits. You can go down alongside to go forward or across the ring. If the horse gets heavy or gets too strung out, you have, you can add in a transition. Can or walk, can or transition, continue on. Then your true basics of going back to your transitions to reestablish weight off my seat, weight off my aids, you can put anywhere into this routine, just like you would going down alongside. Guys, have any questions there? Yeah. How often would you do this exercise? How many repetitions or how many times a week would you say that you use this exercise in that fourth level pre-St. George area? I would usually do it at least twice a week. Um, One, because it establishes a very consistent rhythm for the canter both directions. Say a horse has a super canter one way, but the other direction is a little weak. It'll actually strengthen the, the second canter lead. And, but if you overdo it, then, of course, they get fatigued, they overwork their hamstrings, and then they're not going to want to stay in front of your leg. So if you stagger it, like say you, you ride six days a week, put it on your second ride and then your fourth or fifth ride of the week. So then they can do other routines, other movements of the test or exercises that you're working on and work through any soreness that that was created from this routine. And, and what do you say are the most common problems in, in, the, uh, in the pirouettes that, that you find for people? Really, it's the horse staying between your aids. Um, coming down to a pirouette, you know, like a Grand Prix rider for the first time, you're on a center line, you have no walls, you have no bearings. And as you, even though we all canter down the center line to a judge, we're, not, we're doing it dead straight. With a pirouette, you have to come at it with... The rib cage bent in preparation. Their shoulders have to be a little higher. Their neck has to be in a soft bend with a jaw flexion. So you've actually taken the horse out of their natural balance, and they have to try to stay straight. So they're going to fall out, fall in, swing their haunches in the wrong direction, depending on if we're sitting correctly or not. So with those problems, doing these turns, you yourself have to stay centered because one minute you're on your true lead, the next minute on your counter lead. So it forces the rider to sit centered. That in itself takes care of going down a center line or all across a diagonal line. Because if we wobble, so does the horse. We affect their center of gravity. Doing this routine tightens our abdominal muscles and our back muscles so we can stay in our own space, which then allows the horse to stay in his balance to do the higher level collection of the pirouette. No, I think that's such a good description on how you have to use your ab muscles. I think a lot of times riders don't feel that. And then when you get into a tighter type movement like a pirouette, how important your ab muscles are. Um, right. are, there other, are there other exercises that riders can do when they're just starting the pirouettes to kind of help with that, that idea? Yes, and it's the goofiest thing in the world, and I've given it to, I can't tell you how many students that I've gone and clinked for, and these ladies have called me back, and like, what, you know, I mean, and this is, <laughs> this is goofy. Everybody knows what those medicine balls are that we use at the workout gyms, okay? Every, every woman, and most riders have seen them at one point or another, and they use them for stretching exercises, yoga. I use it to work on my sitting trot. I, put, I sit on it in front of the TV while I watch a movie. 
and I practice my sitting trot. My feet are out in front of me, my knees are together, my up, my back is straight, and I bounce from one hip to the other, keeping my elbows at my side, and I watch a movie. Then I do it a couple nights a week. That's a good, good problem. use of time, right? Doing a couple yeah, things at it's once, great. right? <laughs> Never sit why still. Sit the, yeah, why sit on the couch and slouch? All right, we're supposed to sit up. Well, you know, I mean, you could do this while playing a lot. I've been doing it playing with my kids. They think it's hysterical because I'm sitting there playing, to- playing with toys with them on the floor. Well, I'm bouncing on my medicine ball. And in the process of doing this, I'm strengthening those abductors, the back muscles, at the same time having them stay flexible and relaxed because I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm watching a movie. So I'm not stressed while I'm working the muscles that I need to use while I'm riding my horses. Oh, I love that. You learn, oh, you learn I how love to that. breathe. Well, and that's the thing. The biggest part of people sitting the trot or sitting a pirouette or sitting changes is our air gets pushed out of our lungs. We exhale faster than we inhale. Well, that makes us exhausted. It fatigues our muscles. And we panic. People will hyperventilate because they don't think they can balance because they're already out of breath. Well, this takes care of all those problems. It teaches our muscles to allow ourselves to exhale too fast and inhale while we're in a relaxed state. So then when we are under pressure, we aren't thinking anything of it because our muscles have muscle memory and they're just doing what we've already been doing. Interesting. Good I love idea. it. Yeah, that's a that's great creative. idea. Yeah. I know. I, I think I'm going to blow up my medicine ball this weekend and didn't do it. That's a great idea. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tara, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And uh, if our listeners wanted to look you up online, how do they find you? Well, actually, I'm working on getting a new website up. My old website was taken down. There were a few things wrong with it. So my new website will not be up for a month. Um, but I am on Facebook and anybody can friend me on Facebook and I can send them, if they can email me, my email address is tsprasage at hotmail.com. Um, and I am always open for questions. People can ask me questions on Facebook. doesn't bother me in the slightest. I have no problem sharing my information. And that's a wrap. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips about topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of equestriancollections.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.